once upon a time, in a world with faith and fairness, there was something hidden. Down the boundary! He's gonna go! Grab his lead! Pitch on the way for Mikulacic. We got a miss! Mikulacic gets the strikeout! And for the first time in school history, the Bearcats are going to the Super Regionals! Get ready for a next-level show. Hello and welcome to Chasing the Cup. I'm your host, Jason Barfield, and today we're going to welcome Ryan O'Hearn into the show. Ryan O'Hearn played for the Bearcats from 2012 to 2014 and is currently playing for the Kansas City Royals. We're going to talk about Ryan's three-year career for the Bearcats where he played in three regionals and also get into what he's doing right now during this stoppage of sports. All of that coming up right here on Chasing the Cup. Season tickets for the 2020 football season are on sale now. Secure your seats today and ensure you have the best view as the Cats look to claim a Southland Conference title. The Bearcats will play five games at Bauer Stadium this season, and as always, your season ticket will guarantee your spot at the Battle of the Piney Woods. You won't want to miss the action at NRG Stadium as the Bearcats look to make it 10 straight wins over SFA. To purchase your tickets, log on to GoBearcats.com slash tickets or call the Athletic Ticket Office at 936-294-1729 and we will see you at Bowers Stadium this fall. Eat them up, cats! And welcome back to Chasing the Cup. Jason Barfield here, and I'm now glad to be joined by Ryan O'Hearn current Kansas City Royal former Bearcat baseball player. Ryan, how are you doing? Hey, Jason. I'm, I'm good, man. Uh, considering the circumstances, I'm good. How are you? Good. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, with, with you being a, a, an active professional athlete, you guys were in spring training. Um, just kind of talk me a little bit through what uh, kind of as the days were building and y'all, you know, before y'all were ultimately shut down, just what the communication was like and what, what the day-to-day was like for you guys is there was uncertainty about what y'all's future was going to hold. Yeah. So, okay. So we were, I mean, we were pretty much, you know, we were getting ready to uh, break and, and, and head to, it was going to be Milwaukee for an exhibition game and then straight to Chicago to start the season. So we were probably a week and a half out. Um, and, and yeah. And so playing the games, everything was normal. We were all good, and then uh, the one that one crazy day when uh, I think Rudy Gobert and then um, the NBA kind of just was on hold and then shut down, and then from once that happened, it was kind of a we were just in you know just kind of waiting, um, kind of seeing what what MLB was going to do and what uh, you know Commissioner Manfred was going to do and those and those guys. So um, yeah, and then we were kind of on pause, and then. Uh, they, you know, said the start of the season was going to be delayed. Um, and I, you know, I had, well, a lot of us had paid for, you know, housing in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so we stayed, most of us, like probably half the guys stayed. If if you had a family or a, um, you know, a house back home and they, those guys went home, but a bunch of us stayed and continued to work out, uh, just, you know, came in, like treated it like off season and lifted and, 
hit and um, play catch and all that. And then uh, eventually they just, you know, they decided to shut everything down. Um, and and originally I was going <clears> to, <throat> my plan was to come home to, to Frisco for a few days and then go straight out to Kansas City um, on April 1st, which would have been yesterday. Yeah. But um, just because we had, you know, signed a lease and, and committed to, you know, living in there for a year or for the six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then, and then we were going to train at the, you know, the big league stadium in Kansas city and all that, but they shut that down. So then it was just, uh, you know, come home. So I'm here, um, in Frisco, uh, doing my workouts and then, um, yeah, so we're pretty much just waiting on hold. It was crazy. It happened so fast, you know, it, it was like, uh, one day we had a, uh, it was like a Thursday, I believe we had a split squad. And, um, it was, you know, business as usual. And then the next day the NBA thing happened and then it was, that was it. So, so you've got you a nice little setup though. Um, as far as your workouts go, talk to me a little bit about kind of what your daily routine is right now and, uh, and what kind of workouts you're getting a chance to do. Yeah, I've been, <clears throat> I've been fortunate. I mean, um, you know, growing up in Frisco, uh, obviously coming back here always is, is, you know, it's kind of my home base. I've, you know, made some really good um, connections and, and have some really good relationships. So uh, I got a, a hitting facility that, um, you know, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be telling all this, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I, I got full access to a hitting facility, uh, a little turf field. I can take round balls <clears throat> um, as far as like weight training and stuff like that goes. Uh, still all set there. I've worked with the same strength coach for what, four or five years now. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I'm super fortunate uh, just to be able to, you know, have these uh, facilities and, uh, you know, be able to use them and continue to get stronger, continue to stay in shape, uh, do baseball activity, all that, and, um, you know, just keep doing it. So whenever, you know, this does all pass and, and it's time to play a baseball game, you know, I'll be ready to go. The beauty of baseball, you're not standing within six feet of anybody. It's it's the ultimate social distancing sport, isn't it? Right. Right, baseball or golf. Exactly. Well, let's, uh, you know, obviously there is no, you know, clear picture on when when there's going to be a return to baseball. Um, from your standpoint, though, you know, let's say everything clears up and, and they say, okay, we're ready to get back. Um, how long do you think it would take for you guys to be ready to be back into, uh, you know, full season mode? You know, a lot of that, I think, is it, you know, it's around the pitchers. Yeah. Uh, the readiness deal. It, are the arms ready? Are they ready to go? They're definitely going to have to expand the rosters a little bit just for pitching. Um, but you know, I don't know. I mean, I think it could be when when they first sent us home. It was, and you know, when we restart spring training, it'll be anywhere from three to four weeks. Yeah. But uh, now, you know, now that it continues to be pushed back, and it looks like you know, it, especially in these big cities that are super you know, that are crazy right now in New York, Seattle, who knows? Um, could we, you know, if we, if, if we play baseball there at all, I mean, I, um, it's just scary to think about, but um, who knows? I, I could see him doing two weeks and then us, us playing. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you know, everything's up in the air. They were, you know, we're getting, you know, I'm, I'm learning stuff. I'm getting emails from, you know, players association, hearing from the team, you know, just like everyone else, it, it's not like we have all this inside information, you know, everyone's just kind of put on hold. 
Let's talk some Bearcat baseball. Um, you know, when you were going through the process of looking for a school to play for coming out of high school, what was um <clears throat> what was your what was your process in, in ultimately choosing Sam Houston? Man, that was um yeah, it was it was kind of crazy how it worked out because I had um in the in a like in a span of like gosh, I, a couple months I had a during the main recruiting time in high school I had um mono which put me out for a while and then right after that I like came back and then I had a, a hernia um and a sports hernia yeah and so it was a, it was like one of those deals where I had like super limited time uh, as far as recruiting goes. And then uh, finally got to play in like a tournament, I think summer before my senior year, like one or I got to play one or two. And I luckily had a good game in front of uh, coach Blair, Jim Blair. And, um, and at the time he was a, he was the recruiting guy on uh, coach Mark Johnson's staff. Um, and, you know, he kind of, him and I kind of hit it off and he showed me Sam Houston. We walked around and, uh, met some of the guys, you know, did the whole recruiting deal. Um, and, you know, uh, at that point it was like, it, it, he made it seem like, you know, I might have, I would have a chance to possibly compete to play freshman year, um, which was the, you know, a big, uh, you know, huge for me. Cause you know, I just, I wanted to play and, um, and I loved it. I loved Huntsville. Um, I loved our facilities. I mean, Sam Houston's got, far as you know mid-major schools go there's no doubt it's got some of the best uh facilities in the country yeah and and, and that was at a time before the turf before the video board before any of that um and uh so there was that um i remember meeting a couple guys that i ended up becoming some of my best friends in sam houston and i uh, really liked them hayden simmerly Corey toops andrew goodell um and uh yeah it just you know it, it just was one of those deals where you know we as a family, we talked about it, you know, my parents, and um, it just seemed like a really good fit, a couple hours away from home. Um, you know, we loved everything about it. And then, uh, and then, you know, Coach Coach Johnson retired. Um, and, you know, Coach Pierce came in and, and it, you know, super fortunate to have been able to play for, um, you know, those four guys. And uh, Coach Pierce, Coach Miller, uh, Allen, and Haig. Um, and you know, I, it, it's funny how it happened, you know, just kind of like there was no, you know, there was, it's, it seemed like that was meant to be. And, um, and it worked out. You, I mean, you know, you look at your, your, your three years, um, you know, maybe three of the be uh, best three year stretch, uh, for Bearcat baseball with no you guys going to a regionals in 12, 13 and 14. When you look at your freshman year, you played 62 games started in 61 of them. Um, what was it like for you as a freshman to have such an immediate impact on a championship team? You know, if I'm going to be completely honest, it was, it was hard. Part of part times were, you know, it was, uh, it's no walk in the park. That's for sure. It was, uh, I was learning how to play a new position. Um, I was adjusting to college baseball. Um, I, I remember playing my first game against Chris Bryant. And just being like, being like, my God, this is, is this what this is? You know, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, at the same time, you know, Coach Pierce was hard on me. And, um, and he'll, you know, if you ask him about it, he'll say the same thing. He was hard on me. 
And um, I think it was, you know, looking back on it now, uh, I mean, I'm so glad he was uh, because I think, you know, a lot of, you know, as far as he helped me become tougher, you know, mentally, um, it was, uh, you know, it was tough, but at the same time, super rewarding. And then, um, you know, once I got past that first year and uh, had some success, gained some confidence, um, you know, things kind of took off from there. But I'll tell you what, I, I owe a lot of, I owe a lot to Coach Pierce, Coach Miller, Coach Allen. Uh, yeah, I didn't work with Hague a lot. He was a pitching guy, but those those main three guys, Alan Miller and, and Coach Pierce, were um, you know some super influential coaches in my career. You know, and then on top of that, you know what a what an unbelievable unbelievable group of you know, players that we had. You know, just good guys, and um, you know, so I, I was fortunate. And uh, you know, Coach Pierce was tough, but that man knows how to win. There's no doubt about that, and uh, we did. Do you remember what you did in that first game? I think I got a couple knocks. I think I remember a double and then a, a base up the middle, single up the middle. Yeah, two for five in your first collegiate baseball game. Yeah. Um, you guys. Off, I, I believe Dylan Covey was pitching too, who I faced in the minor leagues. And I think I, I faced him in the spring. I don't know. I faced him, that guy, a lot. And he pitched in the first uh, first college game ever. No, maybe Covey pitched on Sunday. Let's see. I've got the box scores right here. Yeah, he pitched Sunday. He was the Sunday starter. Uh, Who pitched in that first game? Went five. Drummond was the Drummond. was the starter for okay. them on Friday. You know, they had there's a uh, a few guys on that team that I know pretty well now. Oh yeah, on that San Diego team. Yeah, uh, Louis Lekic was on that team mm-hmm. who I played with in Santa Barbara. Austin Bailey, who was a Royals guy, uh, and then Connor Joe. Yeah. Also, yeah, who's uh, played against quite a bit in, in the minor leagues, and he's he made his debut last year too. And then of course Chris Bryant hitting in the three hole. Yeah, yeah, he's you can't really miss him. He was a pretty good ball player in college. He was, yeah, no doubt about that. Um, so your freshman year, you guys, you guys go to the regional, and um, y'all get to go down to Rice, and you know, I know. You know, as a as a college baseball player, when you get to the NCAAs, you know, you want to go off and you want to go play somewhere you've never been. And mm-hmm. um, so what was just the initial thought for you guys uh, getting sent to the Rice Regional and, and playing down in Houston? Uh, we could win it. That yeah. was the original thought. No doubt. <clears throat> we could win it. And uh, and that was one, that was a thing all three years we went to the Regionals. It was kind of a sit-down meeting, and it was like, we can win this, and here's why. You know, it was uh, – Man, it, go, looking back on it, it, it was pretty cool because there was no, you know, there was a sense of, you know, we're happy to be there, but at the same time, it was like we can win this, and here's why. And, um, you know, we played Rice however many times earlier that year. We played, uh, I think the four seed was Prairie View, mm-hmm. um, and and then uh, I mean Arkansas obviously is you know a pretty big name school. Yeah. Um, and the, but I, I know I just remember going down there thinking you know we were in it to win it we were going to play and, and try to win that thing and, and I, which everyone is but I really think we believed it and I know Coach Pierce didn't make a big deal about it but um, you guys knocking off Rice and, and eliminating them in Houston and that being a place where he had coached um, mm-hmm. while he didn't talk about it was it something you guys talked about and really maybe a little extra motivation for you guys? Yeah. I mean, I think it was, it was afterwards. It was a little sweeter because of that. 
And, uh, you know, Coach Pierce, um, I know he had a lot of respect. And, um, you know, he knew all, all those guys over there at Rice really well. He had a lot of respect for them. And there was, you know, and uh, we knew that. But at the same time, it was no doubt it was uh, a little extra motivation, I think. Your sophomore year, y'all go down and uh, you get in a regional with LSU. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, from, from y'all's standpoint, um, winning that Friday night game, that was huge. That was the first time that Sam mm-hmm. Houston had ever won a, uh, you know, an opening game in the regional since 96, since they did it against Miami. Southern it Miss. The, yeah, it was the first Six. one since then. And, mm-hmm. um, so how how big was that for you guys? I mean, what what did that do for y'all's confidence going out? Because everybody there was was already talking about a Saturday night LSU and Louisiana mm-hmm. game. And uh, how did that feel for you guys to kind of go in and play that spoiler on that first night? You know, I don't know for me, maybe personally for me, I don't know what it was, but maybe I was just kind of oblivious or naive to the fact that it was like, you know, the whole regional was set up for LSU and, and Raging Cajuns because, yeah. you know, I believe I believed in us and I believed in the man, that was a good team. That was a really good team. And uh, our record showed it and um it was pretty much what we had done the year before, except, you know, our young core had kinda of grown up a little bit and there were some other pieces that we added and um and I was, you know, more worried about, I was more into us when I and then I was with, you know, L S U and, and uh ULL and um, I just remember not thinking about LSU at all that first night. Just thinking about just playing the you know Raging Cajuns. Coach Deggs had a you know really good team. They had those guys could hit, man. They yeah, were they could. They, you know they raked and and uh, and then the pitching staff was good too. So the um, so the next night, speaking of good pitching, uh, y'all get Nola. Y'all get Aaron Nola the mm-hmm. next night for LSU. I mean, he's already at that point being talked about as a top prospect and yeah. uh, you know first round pick. Y'all tag him yeah. for five in the first. In the first, yeah. How about that? In the first, that was crazy. And uh, that place was – for as many people there were at that stadium, it was quiet. Because um, I remember I remember had like a – God, I think I had like a 15-pitch at bat or something. Uh, they ended up with a sack fly. And then my next A-B was like the second inning and hit a double. And it was just like quiet, pin quiet. I remember being like – you know, that ball, that's down, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was just a really cool atmosphere. And, you know, obviously there's some names on that team, um, that LSU team. But, yeah. Yeah, that team had uh, Bregman in the lineup as well, um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously with, with Nola. And y'all started Caleb Smith in that one. Um, yeah. So so, yeah. so here you are in a regional and you've got two uh, – two future major league starters and Aaron Nola and Caleb Smith going at it. I don't, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people really think about, you know, how much major league talent was, was on the field that night, but between those two teams. No doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah, that was a fun, that was a fun regional. That really was. Um, and I think it's, yeah, I think that, you know, it's easy to say what could have, would have happened, whatever, but I, you know, we had a chance to win that game against LSU, and uh, you know, I think we coughed it up in what the eighth inning, something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, eighth inning they put up a yeah. they put a four spot up on the board in the eighth, and yeah, no, know, I remember it pretty vividly. And you know, but, um, I remember that crowd too. I mean, like you said, it was quiet; it was dead in there. 
um, for for seven innings, and then mm-hmm. in that eighth, you could feel the crowd kind of coming alive and kind of coming into that game. And mm-hmm. uh, you know that's the atmosphere that everybody always talks about with Alex Box Stadium. And mm-hmm. uh, and you know as the team started putting some runs on the board, you really felt the crowd come into it as well. Those regional games are such a such a like momentum. Everything's about momentum. Like you got you got that momentum on your side, and it can take one play, you know, one anything to switch it over. But uh, that crowd definitely um, helped for them and hurt us. And um, but it was, you know, quite it was an experience to be able to play there. Um, I think until I got to I don't even know until I got to maybe big league camp, I didn't experience anything like that again. Yeah. When um when you look at your junior season and you know your first two years, um you hit three home runs your first two years, mm-hmm. um as a junior though you hit eight, um uh, mm-hmm. what what kind of changed for you uh that maybe you know brought the power along uh, that third year? I think I just grew up honestly. I think I was just got stronger. Um, you know, I I remember. I don't know. I, I know it changed a little bit after I left, but I, at the time when I played at Sam Houston, Don Sanders Stadium was not a hitter's park at all. Yeah. Um, it really wasn't. They had, I don't remember, you know, across the street or whatever, they built apartments or they built something, knocked down a bunch of trees. Someone mm-hmm. said that had something to do with it. Uh, I played in the freaking dead ball era of college <laughs> baseball where we had big old seams and, and on the baseball and it, it just didn't fly. And we had those, you know, awful bats, uh, which, you know, it, everyone played with it, you know, but, um, yeah. I think my junior year, uh, I spent a lot of time with Kelsey height in the weight room, who was our strength coach at the time. Um, and, you know, I think that's when my, the home run, the, the home runs and the, and the power, uh, started becoming a thing in my career because, uh, you know, the weight room became more important and I got stronger and those fly balls um, carried another five, 10 feet and they were homers and set outs and they, in the doubles carried over the wall, and they mm-hmm. were homers set outs. And, I mean, let's be real. Eight home runs is not a lot of home runs, even a college season. Um, but it was definitely a spike from the years before. And, and I think that's what kind of, um, you know, started everything and then moving into pro ball. For 2014, uh, you guys got the – y'all were the first Bearcat team to get a chance to play at Minute Maid. And, you know, next year mm-hmm. next year this team is going to play and it'll be the third time that Sam Houston has played in it. But for 2014, that was a first. That was mm-hmm. – um, you know, what was that experience like playing in that college classic? Unbelievable. Um, that's – man, when I think of my time at Sam Houston, I think of like they're – of like probably three or four games that stand out, and the, and that weekend at um, at Minute Maid was one of them, especially because we we balled out. You know, we beat a really good uh, TCU team. Um, we beat the crap out of the Tech team. That was good. Um, you know, we just played good baseball, and it kind of showed to everyone that you know we were uh, legit at the time in the state of Texas because never it was an all uh, Texas mm-hmm. tournament. Um, but yeah, that, there's. You know, anytime you play in a major league stadium, um, or be are in a major league stadium period, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, you know, that was the first major league stadium I'd ever actually played in, ever been on the been on the field, been in the tunnel, been in the dugout. Um, and you know, it's funny is that's 
I remember taking uh, batting practice in the tunnel for, you know, one of the main guy named Lonnie Goldberg, the scouting director for the Royals. And that's where I met him. Okay. Um, yeah. So, but, you know, just being able to <clears throat> go play against those top teams, um, play it, you know, it's a little different than playing a Friday night against, you know, your normal Southland Conference opponent, but to be able to play in a major league stadium uh, against, you know, some top talent in the country, um, it was, you know, it was awesome. And uh, and there was no doubt we were ready for it. Uh, but, yeah, it was a good memory. Y'all, um, y'all opened that one up against TCU and Brandon Finnegan on the Yeah, we, yeah on Finney the started that, that game. One. Yeah, and uh, y'all got after him. Eight hits, five mm-hmm. runs, and uh, really kind of set the table for the weekend for you guys. Mm-hmm. Pluchek was on Sports Center twice. Mm-hmm. We talked to Pluk. Uh, we talked to Luke about that last week. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That was back when Sports Center Top Ten was like everything. Yeah, uh, I remember. You know that week we play those games and then head back to Huntsville, or we headed back to Huntsville after that Sunday game. Or I don't remember, but uh, like the whole team had gathered at. I want to say Luke's house or somebody's house to watch sports center top 10. You know, we were all going crazy when he was on it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, and I, and I think that, and I talked, I've talked to Luke about this a little bit that, uh, you know, you guys weren't lacking for confidence at all. I mean, what y'all had done the last two years, (laughs) you know, y'all were a team that felt like that was the stage that y'all belonged on. No doubt. No doubt. And that started from coach Pierce all the way down. Well, when you take that confidence into the uh, into the regional that year, um, you know, like you said, the 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 talk always was this was a winnable region, and I think really, um, when you look at that regional with Dallas Baptist, a team y'all had already taken two or three from a TCU team that y'all had already beat, y'all had to feel good going into that regional. We did, we did. I I really thought we were going to win that regional. So let's talk. And, it's, and it still stings, to be honest. Let's, let's talk a little bit about it. Um, all right, let's talk about it. Let, Hopefully Jeff Head's listening. <laughs> you know what? I made it all the way through the Pluchek interview without mentioning his name. His, his, Did you? Yeah, his name never came up. So, um, but, uh, you know, when you. When you he still have a job? Yeah, he, I see him. Pop, he, he does postseason baseball quite a bit. I've seen, really? I've seen him in Omaha. Yep. All right. Um, let's talk about the TCU game. And, um, you know, when you look at that regional, uh, y'all, y'all had beat Dallas Baptist by a run. TCU had played a one run game against Siena, um, on that opening mm-hmm. day. And then, um, so y'all get TCU, but y'all are the home team. And, mm-hmm. um, just that, that kind of unique dynamic of the, of the regionals and, um, how, how that all works, um, how much did that help you guys being, you know, the home team, especially in a game once y'all get into extra innings and every single, you know, every single chance y'all have, y'all are the ones that have a chance to win it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think at the time because it went to extra innings, being the home team really helped. Um, but I mean, let's you know, it was a it was a TCU atmosphere. It wasn't yeah. like we were really the home team, but um, yeah, I mean, that was probably the most like emotionally exhausting game I've ever played in. If you think, you know, 22 innings is no joke. That's, I think we got done with that game and it was like three o'clock in the morning or something started at seven. 
Um, yeah, it was just and, shy of know, a seven-hour ball game. It was six hours yeah, and fifty-four seven, minutes. Wow! And you know, I think was it on? It was on TV. It was uh, that was crazy. Yeah, um, ESPN. And, uh, ESPN three had the game. Yeah, and however many years later, it that game still just the more I think about it, it just gets me fired up because we, you know, I don't know. Y'all had a chance I, in that game. Y'all had a chance in the thirteenth and. Um, Azar, Azar had a two-out single. And yeah, and then I hit a ball off the wall. You come up and cut. I honestly thought when the ball came off the bat, I thought it was gone. Um, did it you feel like you ball. had gotten enough of it? I think I did, and then the, I think it hit the wall in the air or something I think, like that. I think so, and then Azar gets thrown out at the plate. and Double um, cut, Cody Jones, the, Cody Jones, the Keaton Jones, and then, uh, yeah, and two guys with great arms, and then it was just the perfect relay. Yeah, everything had to be perfect uh, for that. Yeah, and that, you know, and at that point, you know, that was, I mean, that was crazy because I thought we'd won it there, and I had no idea it was going to go another, you know, full baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it's a shame the way, it's a shame. It really is the way that it ended. And, and you know, maybe I'm biased, but, uh, you know, I still believe that we should have won that game. I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I feel the same way as well. Um, yeah, and who knows what happened then? So, you know, and then after, after that 21st inning, uh, after that ended the way that it did with, with Luke getting thrown out and coach getting thrown out and, you know, mm-hmm. you guys going from that immediate emotion of thinking you had just won the game to now. Going- I was, uh, I was uh, on the pitcher's mound celebrating. Yeah. How hard was that to then regroup and oh, focus and go back out there? Yeah, it's impossible. It's uh, That doesn't happen. Yeah. So, you know, and coach, you know, the coaching staff, they were just like, lock it in. You still got to win this game. So we tried. And I, you know, I have no, <clears throat> as far as the team goes and how I, you know, I mean, I know everybody in that dugout left it, at, you know, everything they had on the field. Yeah. Um, and I feel good about that. What I but I don't feel good about the umpire. And uh that's something that I think, you know, it's been it's been what? It's been six years. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm fortunate enough I get to play major league baseball but right now, but that game still freaking pisses me off. I'm right there with you. Right there with you on that. Um yep. you know, and and you look at that team and you know who knows who knows what happens after that but um yep. it, it was tough to turn around and win two games the next day because at that point you're playing 40 innings in the span mm-hmm. of 27 hours and yeah, I, um, we went to bed at we went to bed at 4 4 a.m or whatever it may, if that uh day game the next day so woke up went to the field got a i got a iv played um Sienna, right? Yes. Sienna, and then uh, and then have to strap it up and go against TCU again that night. You know, after they probably rested all day or whatever. <laughs> Almost an impossible task. It is. I mean, it was, and it, you know, and I think, uh, you know, it is what it is. And but I'll, I'll remember the. I'll remember that regional. I remember that team um, forever. I remember um, Jason Sims. You know, pitching. You know, that guy was you know, tough. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every, everybody on that team, Colt, um, 
obviously Pluchek. You know, there was just so many guys in that team that wanted it. And, you know, we really want, you know, it, it was a feeling where it was like, okay, we've done this for two years and, you know, this is the one we're not content. We're not happy going home, you know, just being in the regional final. It was, it was, I felt like it was our time to go to the super regional and who knows. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you look at how everything ended up <laughs> shaking out and, mm-hmm. um, you know, Pepperdine, wins their super wins their regional so they're in the supers and they were not going to host i mean they had already it was predetermined they were not going to host so whoever Wouldn't won that, have been something, that super regional, regional in super regional in huntsville y'all weren't losing no, y'all weren't Stadium. losing two out of three to anybody that year hell no. at the dawn hell no so i think that would, that would have been awesome that certainly makes things you know sting i think a little bit more um and I think that was one thing, you know, for me in 2017 when when that team finally did get that breakthrough and mm-hmm. knocked off Texas Tech and it was great for them. But I, I felt like you guys had really kind of laid the groundwork for that. And, mm-hmm. and I think that was part of why I really appreciated 2017 as much as I did because I knew how close y'all were and it was it was almost like vindication for for you guys and you know how close y'all had come that mm-hmm. here we were in a short turnaround period that they were able to make that run. Yeah, no that was fun to watch for me. Um you know just getting to see those guys celebrate and uh, at tech and and get a chance to go play in the super regional. Um yeah, definitely you know it was it was a uh, a kind of feeling that like you know, that could have been us. Like we were, you know, we were good enough to do that, but, you know, obviously so happy for those guys. Um, and, you know, I think it just goes to show, you know, Sam Houston's, you know, as good as, as good as anyone at baseball. And, um, you know, it comes down to your attitude as a team and it comes down to believing in yourself. And um, I can tell you from experience, those three years I played for Coach Pierce at Sam Houston, we were not short on on confidence at all. Yeah, and um, and I think that has a lot to do with why our records are so good. Did you get a chance to watch that Texas Tech game? Uh, the uh, at the regional? I remember watching. I remember I was in. It was in seventeen. I was in AAA. I remember watching like the the beginning. We were playing in you know in Omaha. So yeah. Um, I remember like watching the first couple innings and then running and take, running out to take batting practice, running back in, watching the next couple innings. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then when they finally won it, you know, it was like, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about, uh, you, um, and you know, your professional game and, you know, you, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but, um, you know, kind of some of the relationships that, that you made in college, that have kind of carried over into the pros. And I know you, you've talked about, you know, uh, you and Hunter Dozier and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the relationship you guys have and just, um, you know, for us to see, you know, Sam Houston, SFA, and here y'all are teaming up. What, uh, what has that been like for you guys? It's fun. It's funny now, you know, thinking about we were, you know, I playing against him in, in SFA and, um, obviously he was, uh, unbelievably talented in college and one of the best college baseball players in, in baseball, um, at the time. Um, but now, you know, he's like just those, you know, I, I, you know, we spend every day with him and stuff, but, yeah. um, and no doubt he was an unbelievable talent. Uh, you know, he went to SFA, which is the rival or whatever, but, um, 
he's it's been it's been really cool to be able to be his teammate um see his family kind of you know develop and you know i've, I've watched him have two kids and um you know go, just grow up and and um you know it's a it's an honor to play with him uh be on the same team one of those guys that you know you it, you really trust and uh you know on the field off the field somebody i look to for advice um all the time and uh yeah it's been cool he's a great baseball player great person uh, he's got a beautiful family um you know man's got it all um really probably the neatest moment with the two of you guys when y'all went back to back to win it um and, yeah, against uh, Cleveland. yeah against Cleveland and uh you know you, you look at that moment to be involved in in something like that um and for it to be both of you um mm-hmm. how, how neat was that experience that was awesome uh for me that was one of those moments you know because when you're when you get called up to the big leagues and you're trying to establish yourself you're trying to find your way you know what what should I do what can I do am I good enough to be here? Um, that was cause that was pretty early after I got called up, but that was one of those moments where, um, they kind of gave me a shot of confidence. Like, okay, this is, uh, you know, I can do this. I can compete here. I can be, you know, one of the guys. Um, and then at the same time to make any kind of MLB history yeah, is awesome. You know, um, just to have your name next to any kind of MLB history. And then, to be able to do it with a guy like Doge, who uh, you know I consider one of my best friends, um, is was pretty special, and um, you know that's another one of those baseball moments that I'll remember forever. What um, from what have you taken from your first two years in the bigs? Um, you know when you when you look back at the season, mm-hmm. really season and a half that you've had um, in the big leagues. What what's the biggest takeaway for you right now? Well, I mean, it's, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, you, you never stop learning. Um, it, as soon as you think that you know something in baseball, you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the game is very humbling. And um, especially at that level, you know, everybody on every team is the best. And um, it's, it's a humbling experience. It's pretty cool to be able to compete against guys, you know, these guys and guys that you've, watch play growing up, um, things like that. Um, but at the same time, you know, when the game starts, it's, it's time to get to play baseball. And, um, so that's, I mean, I think one thing I've taken away is that, you know, you gotta enjoy it because, um, you know, hopefully God willing, I'll be able to play this game for a long time, but, um, you never know things happen quick and, um, you know, not everybody is going to get paid like Mike Trout. Um, yeah, but but um, it's been it's been awesome. It's you know I couldn't I couldn't have asked for um, a better organization, uh, better teammates. Um, I love Kansas City. Um, you know sometimes I gotta wake up and and pinch myself because this is you know what I've always wanted to do. Yeah, and um, there's been a lot of hard work involved. Uh, a lot of things I wish I could have done instead. Sometimes, you know, maybe I don't want to get up and do my workout. I want to, you know, go do this or do that. But um, I'll, all the sacrifices and the hard work and everything has been worth it up to this point. And, uh, you know, I pretty much just, you know, put it in God's hands and, um, you know, show up every day, play as hard as I can, be the best teammate I can be, um, you know, continue to 
enjoy the game, love it because, you know, it's, it's pretty cool to be out there, you know, look up and, and see all the people, all the stands. And um, every once in a while I have to remember like, you know, this is, this is awesome. So uh, yeah, I love it. It's the bait, you know, game, the game has not gotten any easier. I'll tell you that much. Um, but um, it's been awesome. So hopefully, uh, you know, get to continue to play for hopefully a couple more years or however long uh, the good Lord willing. And, um, you know, I tell you what, uh, Kansas City Royals are, we got a young core and, um, you know, we got guys that want to win. And um, I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the next couple of years. Well, hopefully we can get back to baseball soon. I know, uh, I know there's a lot of people that are missing it. And, um, you know, you were off to a good start in spring training, too. Um, three, yeah, I was feeling it. 343 <clears throat> average, five home runs. Um, so you were off to a good start. So I know you're you're ready to get back out there. So hopefully hopefully we get to some sort of resolution here soon and we can get back to playing. But uh, I appreciate you joining us and uh, and talking a little baseball because I think we all need to talk a little baseball right now. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, you know, hopefully we get to back we get back to playing baseball soon. I know I miss it. Um, uh, yeah. Till then, stay safe and uh, stay inside. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us here on Chasing the Cup, and uh, we're going to be having more of these throughout this time. So keep joining us. Keep checking back. Subscribe to the podcast, and uh, we'll have more next time on Chasing the Cup. Yeah. Nice to see you. If you like what you're hearing from us this year, be sure and rate and review the show. If you're not subscribing to Chasing the Cup, you can do so on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Chasing the Cup is recorded in the Bearcat Sports Network studios in the new Wood Forest Athletic Center. This week's episode was written and produced by Jason Barfield. Broadcast calls are courtesy ESPN. The songs Hot Shot and Clear Progress are courtesy scottholmesmusic.com. This has been a presentation of the Bearcat Sports Network.